Hello and welcome to the Beercast. My name's Richard and we're doing a can I call this a special? Because it is no. it is quite no. special. No. no. Well are they all from the same brewery? Yes. Alright, okay. And that's the first time we've ever done that, so that's slightly special. Alright, that's maybe a legitimate special. And also all these beers were bought for me by a friend of mine who lives in Bristol. Uh, so again these are free beers, so that's slightly special. Uh, anyway, I'm Richard and with me is Shovels. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm, I'm alright, thanks. Good. And uh, Gruben is also on the panel. Hello, Grant. Uh, hello. How's things? I'm not bad, yeah. Good. And uh, our fourth, but by no means least, panellist is uh, Tom. Morning. The Hopmeister returns. <laughs> Returning, yes. After another stag do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definite theme developing here. Yeah. Tom and stag do. He's just so popular. <laughs> Hungover. Now there's a reason why Tom's here, not just because of his uh, fantastic beer knowledge, it's because all these beers come from Gloucestershire. Yeah, that's why it's so special. And Tom is from nearby Somerset, aren't yeah. you Tom? <laughs> <laughs> See, when you said it was from someone from Bristol, I thought you were me, I thought you were just being sarcastic. No, he does actually live in Bristol. Well, he's not from Bristol, but he lives yeah. there, Chris. So hello Chris, thank you for these beers. Um, Which used to be South Gloucestershire, by the way. Well, this is from Wickwire, and Wickwire is in South Gloucestershire, it's nearer to Bristol than Gloucester. Which uh, used to be South Gloucestershire, by the way. Yes. It used to be. Used to be, yeah, but then Unitarian. They moved it. <laughs> the Unitarian Authority in 1976 was better for the uh, local government, you know, for seats and all that it's sort of It's the gateway to the Dales. Yeah. <laughs> right. The first of these beers is, uh, I can't actually see it. Cause it's the Cotswold Way. Cotswold Way. Uh, who's this by? Wickwa. Oh, okay. Wow. All by Wickwa. These are all playing already. It's terrible. It's, it's, it's cashing in. Do you know what the Cotswold Way is? It's a path? Yeah. 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 Oh, right. <laughs> that's it that was a guess is it right yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. there's it's just... the Cleveland way there's the Cotswold way one of those tourist things how's way just, uh... <laughs> <laughs> joke for the kids there how's <laughs> way reference so this one isn't bottle conditioned no, no so I can pour freely yes and slightly disproportionately Cotswolds are hills near Gloucestershire a range of hills yes the highest of which is in Soul of the World at 451 metres above sea level <laughs> and they're very nice. Just giving this group a bit more fresh air. Equalisation there. Oh, that's got a pungent smell to it. Uh, it smells like Caffrey's. Well, it does. Straight in it smells like Caffrey's. Anyway, it so can't be good. Today we have four beers from one brewery. They're from the Wickwar Brewery, and they're based in Wickwar in Gloucestershire. It's probably Wickwar, mate. Is it Wick- Wickwar? Yeah. Wickwar. <laughs> Wickwar. <laughs> Wickwar. Um, not to be confused with Warwick. Because War- Warwick is Wickwar backwards. Not backwards, just shifting it around. <laughs> just, uh, these beers just are called wrong. the best of the Cotswolds. <laughs> the best Couldn't of the Cotswolds. Raw quick. <laughs> backwards. But yes. Yeah, anyway, carry on. Well, As you were. So this is Cotswold, <laughs> Cotswold Way. What's the initial impressions on Wickwar's Cotswold Way? Well, it smells very moldy. Wickwar. Yeah. I think it's maybe slightly too cold actually. It says chill slightly, and this seems chilled a lot. <laughs> Mm. Just sort of warm up quite quickly in here. Yeah. That's quite nice. It's a bit watery. No? Yeah, I thought it was very watery. But that's typical of the folk of that side of the county, to be honest with you. Ooh, uh, we've got inter-region uh, rival- rivalries going on. Yeah, well, they, they, when it, it was interesting to say that it's the, the best in the Cotswolds because... Uh, Their words, not mine, yes. Yeah, but it's very defined. It's not, you know, they should say Gloucestershire, really, because the Cotswolds are basically the whole of the east of Gloucestershire. And... Uh, by sort of defining themselves as just Cotswold, they sort of define themselves to be, I would say, a little bit elitist. Because what they're trying to say is that, you know, because there's a whole thing going in Gloucestershire about that Cotswolds being better than the rest of it. Oh, is there? Yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, but it is, isn't it? Uh, it's prettier. Uh, and there's a lot of lawyers and bankers from London live there, forcing the local population out. Uh, uh, but yeah. is it better? It's a relative term, isn't it? Very true. Uh, Grant, do you know where Gloucester is? No. Couldn't pick it on the map. No, don't know where the Cotswolds I don't know anything. No. It's near London. It's down there. <laughs> it, it's, it, yeah, it's below Liverpool, so far, far so. It's the furthest inland port in Britain. Near Wales? Yeah, it's right on the border of Wales, actually. This is the south border. Yeah. Uh, Wickmore is, what, just near, it's nearer to Bristol than Gloucester? Yeah, yeah. I've actually been to Bristol. I've been down no. to Somerset before. Mm-hmm. Once. So you may well have been so through Gloucestershire. Yeah, I have actually been to that part of the world. And you're from North Gloucestershire, Tom? Uh, no, I'm from West. West Gloucestershire? Yeah, I'm from the Forest of Dean. Hence your uh, ramp against the uh, east of Gloucestershire. Possibly. Right. Uh, uh, right. But now my family is central, which is Gloucester, which is right in the middle. Okay. 
and Cheltenham is the gateway to the Cotswolds. They call themselves the capital of the Cotswolds because <laughs> they're not the capital of the county. That's delightful. Cheltenham, yeah. that's where they <laughs> do the horse racing and all that. Mm-hmm. Hey. Here we go, we're learning. <laughs> Isn't Bamberton around there? Or is that another Bamberton? Mm-hmm. It's in Gloucester, is it? Ra mm-hmm. Ra. Mm, that must be yeah. West Gloucester. Uh, West and safe, yeah. Right. That might be near Whitwar, actually. Whitwar, actually. It probably is, actually. I'm not quite sure where Whitwar is. Whitwar. Uh, I can tell you exactly where Whitwar is. Whitwar, I know. <laughs> Whitwar. It's four miles north of Chipping Sodbury. Oh, great <laughs> name. Great name. <laughs> Ten miles northeast of Bristol. Right, yeah, that's right in the thick of it. Mm. Rah, rah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do we think about Cotswold Way? I can't get the Caffrey's reference out of my mind. <laughs> to be fair, it doesn't. It's not as creamy. as No, coffee. no, no. It doesn't taste. Like, it doesn't have that horrible aftertaste, but it does taste a little bit like it. Cotswold Way, four point two percent, is the winner in its class of Camera's Beer of Gloucestershire competition. An excellent choice among drinkers everywhere. There are no disappointments here. That's what they say. Don't what say class what, was it though? I don't, I don't know. Who knows? The watery caramel class. <laughs> I wouldn't say I was disappointed. I was a bit underwhelmed. I'm not going to regret saying this, but where in the mouth is this tingling? <laughs> oh dear. No. Um, well, top. It's yeah, yeah, top, top of the mouth. But but there's no, as I discovered, there's no taste receptors up there. Obviously, so I think it's probably the back of the mouth and your tongue is just pushing it against the top of your mouth when you're swallowing. But I really think it is in the top of the mouth. So yeah. it's either in my brain that that's where it is and it's not or as you say the tongue yeah. is doing some crazy business that tastes like a very bad 70 isn't it it's really I, kind of I actually quite like it nothing there don't mind it it's quite quaffable yeah it's like one of those pints you could be having this in the in the pub we've just been in give you a bad Maybe. smell at your bum in the morning <laughs> it's one of those ones you yeah, know, it's dirty a dirty one dirty, <laughs> dirty smell yeah so it's anything in the bottle I didn't mm. read it beforehand no, it, it does, does. It, has a, it has a bit of writing does it say where it gets the water from? Uh, no. It says, have you said any of this before? Stop no, me if you have. Can't. We produce a truly handcrafted award-winning beers usually, usually brewed using the finest English floor malted barley, wheat, subtle blends of local hops and fresh Cotswold water. Yes, it does. Cotswolds. Mm. Fermented in traditional it's vessels. West <laughs> I thought it was East. Uh, using their own strain of yeast. And quietly matured in our own in, in our below ground vaults. No artificial colourings, flavours, or preservatives. Blah blah blah. Lovely. I'd be interested to know where they got the water from because it's fine to say Cotswold water, but I mean it could just be the bogging that stuff that Seven Trent has <laughs> by, which is one of the worst water companies in the world. Um, but there's <clears> the <throat> Seven Springs somewhere near there, which is where Seven Rivers starts. So I just wondered which river it was. Mm-hmm. It was going to be, including the Thames and no doubt River Avon because there's loads of them. I know, River, we're having having a pop at the po- Ponzi Cotswolds, but is it nice? It's very beautiful, yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, yeah. It's not quite, it's kind of rolling hills, not kind of... Yeah, it's rolling hills, uh, limestone buildings, limestone dry stone walling, yeah. um, thatched roofs, Range Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Chelsea fans? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you mainly. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Surprising. But well, mainly they like rugby and horse riding and fox hunting. Hmm. Big area for that. Sort oh, is of it fox hunting territory? Yeah, mm-hmm. that sort of, it's that sort of beagles, bugles, and <laughs> bastards. <laughs> beagles, bugles, and bastards. Three bees. <laughs> hmm. um, apparently, it was originally brewed as a seasonal beer, um, but the brewery received so many calls from customers who wanted the beer on a regular basis, it was added to their main portfolio. Fair enough. Something uh, yeah. white. It's not yeah. the same lot for Gloucester people, is it, you know? I'd, I'd sooner have Butte Nose, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, I actually quite like it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Have you walked the Cotswold Way? No, I've been on bits of it, but I mean, it's, that's just a thing for the tourists, you know. It's like if you go hill walking in Scotland, do you do the West Highland Way? You might do it once, but mm. you'd hate yourself. Um, <laughs> 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 well, done, yeah. I did half of it. Do you hate yourself? No. <laughs> it's beautiful, to be honest. Yeah, we had a nice weather for it right. as well. But this is beautiful, but, you know, it's like, it's, yeah. the, it's the thing that everyone does around there, you know. It's like, you know, you go to the tourist office, what can we do today? Well, this is a lovely walk, you know. Yeah. It's the sort of thing I would do if I was there, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be nice, you know. Oh, yeah, and yeah. But, yeah, the locals don't do it. <laughs> too many tourists. Uh, yeah, yeah. They've got too many foxes to catch. <laughs> <laughs> 
But if you did do it, would you have one of these at the end of it? Catch fox? No, cuts one way. I'd have a pint of cider. Wick war, I do it, sorry. <laughs> no, no, I do it. Got my wick war fact somewhere. Okay. Wick war. Wick war, sorry. Wick war. No, wick war. <laughs> wick war. Well, I'm going to call this podcast Uwa Witwa. But you're saying it's not Uwa, it's Uwa. O H A H A. Uwa. Not Uwa. It's got to be Uwa. That's the way that people sort of like into it. Like people go, what are you the news? You sound like pirates. You know what I mean? So, Uwa. Uwa. Well, I've run out of beer. Yeah. So let's score this so we can get on to the next one. Sure. You'll start. You're looking at me. We'll, we'll start with uh, the local boy. He can uh, crack off with this one. Uh, <laughs> well, I have to say, it's very watery. I don't know what they're all talking about, why they um, wanted it produced all the time. And, no, that's nonsense. You know, I, I can't see that. That's <laughs> just nonsense. nonsense. Uh, it, the very best, it's a bad pint of scotch in it. So <laughs> oh, it gosh. gets a three. I'm afraid three for me because it's very core. It's just not, you know. It's just watery, you know. If I put, if I had that out of a tin, oh, out of a tin, it'd be horrible. Yeah, that's what it tastes like. Yeah, absolutely. Three. Am I on a different planet? <laughs> <laughs> the most giants going in world today. Eh? <laughs> Do you remember? No, going? they said grant me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say five because it's just kind of down the line, pretty much. But it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like a kind of weak pint of Caffrey's, but better because Caffrey's is horrible. Yeah. But as I say, I'd rather have a Jupiter's IPA. It'd be like ten times more flavoursome. Yeah, it's very insipid. Mm. That's a good word. Something. Yeah, it's not very nice. Well, I liked its so, insipidness. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Oh, creepy. That's fun. No, I actually quite liked it. Quite liked some of the, the subtle flavours going on. <laughs> He's getting more passionate about these bits than he was about the Yorkshire bits. <laughs> Damn you and your watch was again. It's his bag, it's not your bag. Oh. I'm going to give it a five. I was going to give it a five before I shovel jumped in. But yeah, it's, it's just really kind of watery and not like, yeah, it's not bad, but it's not good. Hey, anyway, I've got to say for the record, actually, I'm going to try and go this whole beer cast without giving anything a seven. Anything <laughs> is one beer cast where I haven't given something a seven. No sevens. Seven M. Seven free zone. Well, that was Wick War. Who are? He's not listening. Oh, oh sorry, Wick War. Wick War, Wick War, sorry. That was Wick War's Cotswold War. Oh, he was War. reading. <laughs> <laughs> so that was uh, Wick War's Cotswold War, and uh, we're now going on to uh, <laughs> War. <laughs> the next beer, which is Bob. <laughs> Bob. <laughs> Bob original. So we'll see you back in a few short seconds with uh, Bob. <laughs> Chimps do as well, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> when did this start? That'd when be a great did... photo of Tom in the picture. Of <laughs> when, half when... a bag of Hovis soft whites. <laughs> Apparently, things about. I've been reading up. I've been tr- bought a home brew book, and it had some how to taste beer. No way. Way. Uh. You can only try these things, can't you? Know? This model. Yeah, really like I just fingered Richard's bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he fingered what? He's just oh, yes. Um, I just. Uh, but is, is, what, is it what the yeast or something? Dries your mouth out. Yeah. So this is the breadcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is Hovis White. What is it? <laughs> I can't see the soft white. Hovis medium soft. White. I can't read the bottle. Mm. <laughs> Who's been staying here? Who always been? Uh, there are uh, Michelle and Paul's. Got a bread in my teeth now. How much bread do you eat? Just enough. This. Not, no longer taste the beer. <laughs> yeah, four or five slices each. <laughs> <laughs> and does it have to be white bread? Apparently, white bread's best. Amazing. I've had one mouthful. I'm sick of it already. Really? Well, that's enough. Down. I love dry bread. Yeah, we have ducks. So. We save that for the next one. I guess I'll save that. <laughs> Make do with <laughs> dry bread. You were lucky if you got dry bread. Don't well, should we crack on the next bit? Yeah, you've been recording all the time, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is bit two. On you go. Way. <laughs> right, what we got? Oh, as you already know, this is Bob. Bottle condition. Oh shit! Right. Hence the extravagant opening <laughs> ceremony. Need to be steady with this. Is it after Bob Fleming? 
Bob is a distinctive blend of hops, malt, and citrus fruit. The slightly sweet taste turns to a fine, dry bitterness with a lasting finish. Does it actually have citrus fruit in it? Oh, no, I doubt it. That'll be from the hops. No? Mm. Is every bottle distinctive? Do they all put distinctive? They would like to say that, I think, yes. But... So, therefore, nothing is distinctive. So, if it wasn't distinctive on the bottle, it would be distinctive by the fact that it wasn't distinctive. Is that right? I see where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink a lot of beer to come to that conclusion and remember every label. Mm. I see what you're saying, right? We need an answer. Sorry, what? We need an answer. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening. <laughs> I'm concentrating on pouring. I'll tell you more about the Wick War Brewing while we're uh, waiting. Um, they started off in 1990 by a man called Ray Penny, who opened his own brewery on the site of an old Cooper shop in Wickwar in Gloucestershire, South Gloucestershire. Wickwar? Is he from Gloucestershire? Uh, it doesn't say. Probably not. Uh, they eventually moved to a larger premises. They took over an old abandoned brewery, the Arnold Perrot and Company Brewery, which is just across the road to Brunel's original broad gauge Gloucester to Bristol Railway. They also own one pub in Bristol called the White Lion, which uh, apparently is uh, quite famous. Well, fruity. It smells of pencil sharpenings in your inkwell from grammar school. Oh, that's fizzy. Bob stands for Brand Oak Bitter, by the way. Ah. They do two. They do the Bob and they do the Bob. So this is Bob Original and they do a Bob Special, which is designed to be drunk straight out the fridge. And it's very fizzy. And this is the non-fizzy one, believe it or not. How can it be non-fizzy? It's getting its... Well, it's not carbonation for the from the bottle conditioning. Yeah, but this, the other one isn't bottle conditioned, so it's just designed to be drunk straight out of the fridge. Whereas this one is like an ale to be drunk, cool, uh, cool but not cold, with the bottle conditioning. Okay, it's quite cool. Mm. It smells of. Um, it says look out for apples and pears, and it actually does smell of like apples and pears. Yeah, <laughs> kind of does though. A bit like an apple and bramble pie or yeah. something. Yeah, it's very like, sharp, isn't it? Very sharp smell. Yeah. Mm, that kind of fruity thing. I'm getting fruit. After having a go at distinctive, that is distinctive, isn't it? <laughs> oh, God. Mother of God. <laughs> You've got a big head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been swilling it around here. I'm not sure that bread's really done the trick, you know, there's a tasting bread. Wow. That's it starts fizzy. off like those. Yeah. Um, very fizzy, isn't it? Mm. Like those Trappist beers, you know. It does taste of pears, though. I'll give it that. God. Interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. What difference the other one, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's certainly distinctive. Apple, yes. pear, and citrus fruit. I would say yes. This is their mo- This is their flagship beer, Bob. Is it? Uh, really? it's the only one you can buy in. Uh, they'd sell like little mini casks. You can buy it on the internet. Ooh. It's it's an odd one. It's got a nice label. There's a man and a dog on the front. There is. In a, a picturesque West Country scene, possibly. No, he hasn't got his bits of his bum. <laughs> oh, hey. You took that too far. The last time you were on, you were talking about that as well. You were no. obsessed, man. <laughs> Bums. Well, you know, yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's very strong, isn't it? Like, in complete comparison, I don't know how... Who does their tasting and who does their brewing and their developing? But how they can come up with Cotswold Whale and how they can come up with that, or you're saying that was their flagship, maybe that one was first. Yes, how you can, well, maybe you just get sick of something as strong as that and go, right, just any old bland rubbish will do and we'll call it Cotswold Whale. This is only 4%. Really, but just the taste of it, yeah, it's real strong, yeah, isn't it? It's weirdly fizzy as well. Like, almost like a lager fizzy. That's, yeah, the mm. bottle conditioning. Mm. But it gets fizzy as it goes down your throat. It's like appetizers, man. A bit. No, I'm not getting I'm appetizers. I'm not getting cider anything, no. <laughs> no. The fizziness of it. Appetizers doesn't taste like cider, it just is it. It's a bit more apple sugary. <laughs> Fizzy apple stuff. <laughs> I'm plowing a loan for you here, obviously. <laughs> but I am getting apple and bramble pie, though. Which is probably pear. From the smell of it, not the taste. Ah. Yeah, maybe. Let's see, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're chuckling away yeah. there. <laughs> you go, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I smell it. <laughs> he's thinking about it. Who, know, who knows what he's thinking about? You seem quite offended by yeah. it, not you? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really... not quite sure why, but... Oh. You want to let it unfizz? It smells like champagne. That's what it smells like. And it 
tastes. No. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> no, no, you shook it. Maybe okay. that says how your champagne it's, gets in That's the, Tom microphone meters. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what we have. Oh, yeah. champagne, champagne. Oh, like a bit of that. Oh, Tastes like carver, this. Just uh, grapes in a bottle. <laughs> but it's just really, really, really fizzy. Yeah. It's really it's fizzy. And this is the less the, fizzy one. What's the best before on I this? believe so. No, they're all within, they're all kind of September, October. Or this year? Yeah. <laughs> 2002. <laughs> it's kind of, it's a drink, like... What did you say it was? 4%. Yeah, 4 It instantly fizzes up in your mouth, so mm. you, you can't taste much other than bubbles. It doesn't taste, it's not, it doesn't behave like beer. It's very sharp. It's going to give me wind shortly. Yeah. Mm. Not now, Stuff some bread up it, you don't. Now it's coming out with that, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, all I'm getting now is cooking apples. When I smell it, anyway. There's something wrong about it. Champagne, I'm telling you. You're not getting that, but that's what's going on the website. Still, it's not bad. Very green. It's interesting to make too. it to do all that sort of stuff. You know, look quite flat and then taste a bit fizzy and then explode at the back of your throat. Quite mm. interesting scientific thing. Mm. They've managed to achieve that. Maybe it reacts with saliva. Mm. wonder what hops they used to make it smell like that. This is the only one of theirs that we have that is bottle conditioned and as the camera says, this is really old badge on the side of it. Yeah, it does say that. Uh, it doesn't taste or behave like really old food, in my opinion. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, there's a, quite a bit left, actually. Well, you want to... Who would like some? Uh, I'll I'm all right. Yeah. A wee bit, yeah. Mm. There's, something about it, there's something about it that I don't think I could drink just, just a wee drop of pint. I don't think I could drink a whole pint. No, you'd no. struggle. You'd have half at Christmas. Yeah. Um, it's a good dessert beer. Yeah, just because it's so... You get, you get horrendous wind if you have too much mm, because it's that busy. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'll go for a bit from the bottom. See what this... <laughs> <laughs> Dive in there, son. Bit of Bob's bottom. <laughs> Do they get about a bit? <laughs> oh, oh, that's, that's much cloudier. Oh, oh that. All right, okay. So, is anybody getting? Obviously, we we agreed about the citrusy fruit, but is there a slight sweet taste? Does it turn into a dry bitterness? Mm, I wouldn't say bitterness. No, I, I don't get any long malty finish. No, absolutely not. There is a long finish, but I wouldn't say it was malty. It's more, of my... more of a fruit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does dry your tongue after it's disappeared? I wouldn't Washes say it was. It. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was dry in the sense that some beers are dry. It's quite front of the tongue mm. taste, mm. which is, as I discovered because I <laughs> read something, um, is the sweet. <laughs> incredible. <laughs> incredible though it, though it may be that I read something is the sweet part where you taste the sweetness at the, at the right. front of your tongue. Yeah. Back of your mouth is bitter, and the side is sour. And sorry, the sweetness is around the edge of the front, mm. and salty is across the whole of the front of the tongue. Right. So bear that in mind when drinking, mm. eating, <laughs> sleeping, <laughs> farting. <Yeah. laughs> so does that mean you can put an enormous amount of salt on the side? When you're a sour bit and you don't know what's going on. <laughs> I do not know what this is. <laughs> Go away to the front of the mouth. <laughs> Why your tongue has to be French, I don't know. That's really interesting. It's better with a bit of yeast. Uh, yeah, sorry, not <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's really interesting. I meant the beer, not no, <laughs> Thanks, yeah. But that was interesting too, in its own way. Um, because I was thinking what Tom said before about this tasting kind of Belgian y, and it, yeah, there's a kind of. That kind of fruity hugard and he kind of tastes it. Uh, a bit of yeast. Mm. It, it takes the edge off it. <laughs> Does he good? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it tastes yeast, yeah. Tastes yeah. <laughs> 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 really tastes of beer. Yeah. I, I'm going to be torn in scoring this, I can see. Mm. Ooh, right, Grooman, give it a score. I'd say I'd probably say six because the, mm -hmm. seven. Yeah, no. no, he's avoiding seven. <laughs> six point nine. No, six. 
because it is interesting. It's not good. No, I wouldn't say it was good beer, but uh, fizziness combined with the kind of fruitiness. An interesting mm-hmm. arrangement. So I guess an extra point for that. For the interestingness. Yeah. Tom? Um, yeah, it's, it is interesting, definitely. And what, uh, what actually interests me the most is the fact it's only 4%, because to me it tastes yeah. like it's a lot stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm about to burp for the second time since I've had that. Yeah. That little tiny bit, and that is the thing that I think ultimately puts me off it is that. Yeah, a pint of that, you'd be in trouble. Yeah. Wind, windily. All over the place. Um, <laughs> I've just cleared it with a third, so that's, that's <laughs> three for a bit of a, what, a quarter of a pint? Yeah. That's far too much burp factor. <laughs> I'm afraid it's done a Willy Wonka, you know, you uh, burp to come ooh. down the shoot. It's quite up on the window. Started up at six, it's gone down to five now. Five. Uh, I'm going to give it a six, like Grant, for pretty much the, the same reasons, really. Which I can't remember what they were, so I'm going to pass over to Richard. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> six is a new seven, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it, get, it gets a markup for being a really genuinely interesting and distinctive taste. And as Tom was saying, it, all, so many of these beers say it's distinctive and they're not. But that really is distinctive. But it gets a point off for being not that nice. <laughs> Which I find critical in the beers I drink. Not because of the taste; it does taste quite, and the, the kind of the, the kind of appley citrus taste, mm. but it just fizzes up too much, so you, you can't really taste it that well, and it, it goes too quickly. I think. So if it was flatter, it would yeah, be better. Yeah, I don't know what I'm. Uh, hey, what do I know? <laughs> You're only the the, the donor, the beer. Can. <laughs> I but, then, but then he doesn't know that much. Uh, and there's a man in a flat cap on the label, so I'm drawn to that. <laughs> it's not, not a whippet he's got, it's a sheep It's dog. a border colliery or something. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it six. It's, it's a very interesting bit. Anyway, I'm waffling, so. <laughs> Already? Already, sure. I know. Bread at the ready. <laughs> bread, yes, bread on standby. So Does that's, toast uh, count? Uh, I don't know. the look at me? Oh, I, don't, I didn't read that yeah. far. Okay. Just said white bread. Hmm. So your palate, white bread. Okay, we'll have another two slices of white bread each, and then we will come back <laughs> with our third war beer, uh, which is uh, IKB. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what would say to that? Like that's some Gloucester phrase. The most like... famous Bristolian, isn't he? IKB. How dare you? Is he not? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> come Brist- back soon and find out. Bristol's not in Gloucester. No, oh, we have oh. the same thing. Uh, it used to be. Save Gloucestershire. Chimps do as well, don't they? And we're back. We're back with beer three, which is... IKB. Or as Tom would say... IKB. IKB. <laughs> it's in the game. That's EA Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Surreal Cast. IKB is strong in multi-malt flavours with a very well-balanced... something. <laughs> to produce rich fruit flavours of cherry and plum. It's kind of... It's got some kind of orangey, ready glow to it. This is, this is a fizzy one as well. It's like Taizo. 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 Taizo? What's it called? Taizo. Taizo. Just keep considering it. Taizo. Taizo is the... Pretty barman. Store support shop. Pretty barman. Put your Taizo, please. This is the latest member of their beer range, and it's supposed to enjoy it straight from the fridge. So that's what we're doing. This is bang out the fridge. Bang out the order. It's quite fizzy, isn't it? It's it is a fizzy one. <laughs> it's quite fizzy, yeah. What's happening? So it was. I've got oh, uh, Gloucestershire accents for the day. <laughs> it's a definite kind of dark, early look to it. IKB is named after Isambard Kingdom Brunel, who did built things. Built suspension bridge. Which is on label. Back yeah. in the day. And he wore a very big hat, and there he is, with his hat and his Top suicide cigar. spot in Bristol. No. Yes, I've been there. The, yeah. the thingy bridge. Yeah, it's quite nice. You resisted. Yeah, I resisted. Yes. <laughs> it is nice right there. Yeah, nice walk over it. Beautiful gorge, isn't it? It's quite small the bridge. You don't think it's going to be that small, but it's quite narrow. Yeah, I think it's fact suspended over such a. Oh, it's a height. huge, huge cliffs. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Was it made for horse and carts, and then just can't take the traffic these days? No, it's still traffic. Well, I know the tra- traffic goes over it, but it being so narrow, was it made with horse and carts in mind, rather than motorized vehicles? I don't know. And thus, I don't know. I, I, just... I don't know when it was built, but it must have been in the Orson Cart day before Ford was big. It must have been. Must have been yeah. It's been there years, hasn't it? 
<laughs> one of his famous bridges. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. So. Clifton's really nice. Uh, a bridge is a, a span between two different parts, <laughs> usually crossing a river or something of that nature. You don't get them where I come from. There's no bridges in Orkney, no trees, no. It's just no, huts. It's a, yeah. And dour men, that's it. But why is a Bristol thing on the front of a South Gloucestershire beer, by the way? Because uh, I know it used to be South Gloucestershire, but it's not anymore. I presume, as I said, when we were off air, he's the only famous Bristolian, and then I was shouted down by Tom. What about WD Grace? Oh, he's from Gloucester, isn't he? Yeah. 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 Now there's a famous Brist... No. Is it Gloucester Gloucestonian? <laughs> yeah. Jack Russell. There's another. Not... Yeah. We, we might be, I know who you mean. I don't like Jack Russell because he kept Warren, he kept um, Warren Hager, I think, on the team. How about Tricky? Bristol. Yeah, he's from Bristol, isn't he? But the bloke who did um, the uh, represent rapping... The bloke who raps on that, he's from Gloucester. EMF, why not stick them on the front? And you've got letters. You don't have to shorten someone's name. It's already done for you. EMF. EMF, I'm going to rock you at the bottom. Brilliant. Anyway, the beer. The beer from we wore. Oh, oh. There's a rich fruit flavours of cherry and plum. Quite late, this one. Would you agree there's rich fruit flavours of cherry and plum? I would. Very kind good. Kind of, yeah, it tastes a bit of prunes. Mmm, definitely pruny, yeah. Yeah, there is that. That's quite nice. But not in a bad way. It's more cherry than plum, I reckon. Mmm. Mm. Yeah, it's quite good. I like it, yeah. It's really nice. It's best so what was it like growing up in Gloucestershire as a young lad then, Tom? Is it all uh, rolling about in haystacks and pumping apples and stuff? Yeah, pulling their pants down. And having a pint of cider afterwards. <laughs> Going on, be buggered by your uncle. <laughs> Happy days. Uh, no, we just generally played cowboys and Indians uh, over the fields. And we did climb oak, climb oak trees and jump into the hay bales. We used to do all that sort of stuff. Cool. Until we moved to the city when we were about 12, and then we didn't do that anymore. So my little brother and sister had a completely different upbringing to me. They had a city upbringing. They were all like safe in it. They're always a bit like, all right, you're going to be in the town. You got any coke? <laughs> um, uh, whereas we're a bit more, me and my older brother are a bit more sort of. Are. Can't we just stroke this cheese for a day? <laughs> <laughs> and things like that. So, yeah, not a lot happened, but it was nice. Neighbours were friendly. Everyone's back door was open. There's only two schools. I fell in love with the dinner lady and her daughter. Oh, no. Did you? Oh, no. Unrequited. Boyhood fantasy. And I got bowled out at cricket by. Aforementioned beautiful lady's brother Matthew Whitney, bastard. Remember of the days. Yeah, but there's only about six of us, so it's you know it's never <laughs> sport that your paths would cross in such a way. Uh, but yeah, it was nice. Cinderford's a good place to live. Uh, stone fights against the EMF. Used to have stone fights against them. Stone fights. Yeah, stone fights. So they're about three years older than us. So they used to. Jack Stone did a job. Yeah, pretty That's much. Cool. That's a bit. You couldn't. Wow. Well, Snowballs right, or something. Or? Doesn't snow much there. Mm -hmm. It did once in the year of '82 when we got snowed in. '82. Yeah. <laughs> it's a year to remember. Yeah, yeah, we got properly mm -hmm. snowed in. Um, <coughs> I think that's that last beer. Sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, rolling hills, lots of farms. It's exciting when the farmer burnt his stubble. Mm. Is um, he allowed to do that now? Well, it used to be on the field right behind the school, so I don't imagine he is anymore. But we used to I remember going out when it's going, oh, look at that. And it was like, you know, sort of. <laughs> 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 yeah. hmm. We had uh, snow in Orkney once in the May the 12th or something. Did you? Oh, yeah. Was it proper sticking snow? Or was no, it settled no, for no, ages? no, it only set for about a day, but still rubbish. Anyway. Says the, the Wick Warbury do eight cascales, they have seven seasonal cascales, eight bottle beers, and one cider, which is called Screech. It's a traditional farmhouse cider brewed in oak barrels or matured in oak barrels. Mm. It should um, be called Squeal. They've nicked a name there. Are they? They've tried to make it their own because Squeal was the name that was the noise of the, the pigs that would be giving the down apples to the windfall apples to uh -huh. scrummy on. And they'd obviously get quite pissed as well. So it's called, if you if you go into a pub and ask for a pint of squeal, down our way, then you'll get a pint of cider. Oh, Screech is a bit of a, yeah, we can't call, we can't possibly in the Cotswolds call it squeal. <laughs> we just can't. We'll have to call it Screech or something. 
that's what it sounds like to me. Right. In a classist, Ooh. divisionalist, East versus West. <laughs> versus Slightly. North versus yeah. South versus everywhere. That's okay. an interesting insight there. Mm. That's why he's on board. Mm. Local, bit of local colour. That's not <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you're liking the beer, is it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice, actually. I do, yeah. This is uh, head and shoulders above the other two. Yeah. Mm. Actually tastes of something, and it's not too fizzy. And it's not, it's not watery, it's not, it's not too fizzy, it's not too much of anything. It's it started just really off really fizzy, but it's kind of settled mm. down into a reasonable, ailey... I can imagine drinking quite a few of those in the pub. Mm. Mm. Kind of percentage of it, 4.5. Not too many, but... Yeah. Maybe it's because they gave it a bit of stick, like the other two. You know, what, hovering at 4%. Maybe yeah, I think that actually a bit more more makes a difference. Ramp up the alcohol a bit. <laughs> so maybe we're just sort of basically our tongues are looking for anything getting Bounce. close to five and, yeah. it's, and it's good. <laughs> Best of all, good. Numbed. Watery. <laughs> Numb them. It's all like bread, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well then, do we have anything else to say about this beer? Uh, no. Just stare at that woman outside the window. Mm. So it's a good looking woman's just going past, which we're all pausing. <laughs> we're so shallow. Um, anyway, right. I could drink more of that. Well, Richard hasn't finished his yet, so uh, <laughs> uh, he's in there. He will. You know what he's like. <laughs> right, Richard, we'll start with you for the scoring on this one. Me? Okay. Um, I did, yes, that was... The nicest beer of the night so far. Uh, you can get the uh, the dark fruity flavours that it suggests, which is good. And again, you got to say, I mean, the, these three beers are very different. So uh, one thing that kind of worried me when when I got the four beers from the same brewer is that they'd be kind of similar, but they're all so far have been tremendously different. Yeah, really and mixing it up. Knowing what's coming next, it's going to be just as different again. So it's great. Um, but yeah, it's dark, it's fruity, it's malty, it's very nice. So I'm going to give it a seven. Very good. Yeah, I pretty much agree with that, but with my seven embargo, <laughs> I have to give it a seven and a half. <laughs> but it is worth a seven and a half, because it's nice. Yeah. Due to my high scoring earlier, I prefer this to the first one, so I'm going to have to give this one an eight. Which I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't give it normally, but because I've given the other one seven and a half, I'm gonna have to, I, I, I've got to give this one an eight. Sorry, Craig's not there, so that's all right. That's all right. Um, so yeah, it's got many more flavours going on. It's a bit more full-bodied. Yeah, it's great stuff. And for me, well, uh, it gets a straight seven. Really good. Really liked it. Don't like the fact that they got a Bristol thing on the front, but you know, who's going to care when they're throwing it down your throat? Indeed. <laughs> no, really nice beer that one. No complaints on that one. No, give it an eight actually. Oh, there he goes. A late spurt. <laughs> a late spurt. I think that's the highest mark I've ever given a beer. Uh, oh. Yeah, there's one you enjoyed last time you gave an 82. Oh, right. <laughs> was that the Thixton's XB? Yeah, XB. Uh, yeah. Is that as good as XB? Uh, no. Well. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> not. Let me rephrase that. Is that good as XB? Because I don't think so. But you can have your own opinion, being your own man. Yeah. Good. I enjoyed it as much. <laughs> Case closed. Right. Well, uh, we've got some more bread, so it's at least uh, half a loaf to get. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll come back with our final beer of the night, and I'll tell you more about Wick War, and we'll have some amusing Tom story, I'm sure. I can't think of any of that's me spent. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can get some stats about Wick War then, you unfortunate people. Stato. Yeah. It's quite addictive, the bread between the... <laughs> bread, <laughs> anyone? You're looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have a bit of bread, yeah, why not? Chimps do as well, don't they? Well, welcome back to the beer cast. Um, oh, we are, <laughs> we're on the fourth beer of the night. <laughs> and it's uh, Mr. Perrett. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know, ask him, not me. Good God. Um, I, I would call him Mr. Perrett, yeah, but I mean... Perret? Mr. Perrett. Perrett. That's not a very Perret. common Gloucestershire surname. Mr. Perrett. I'm still eating bread, so... Don't worry, it'll take me a while to pour. And this one's a, a stout. Ooh. Mm. Are you ready? Oh yeah. Oh, not bad. Is he famous, Mr. Perrett? Is there a story? Yes, uh, Mr. Perrett, traditional stout, five point nine percent. This is a powerful stout with licorice and chocolate bursting throughout, and a very long finish. It's dedicated to Arnold Perrett, 
been brewed on the same site as Whitcore since 1860. Or oh, he's not anymore, I guess. But ah, so this guy's just reinvented the old brewery, has he? Yeah, he, he opened he, he opened a brewery on a, a site that used to be a, a Cooper's shop. Then when that got too big, he moved to the old brewery in the village, which was originally owned by uh, Arnold Perrett. So he called one his beard after him. And I'm, I'm assuming that's him on the front. Looking rather cheerful, yeah. Cheery chap. Mm. So this is a stout. A strong stout. We're all quite cheery in Gloucestershire. Apart from Fred West. He was, well, he was cheery, though. He's from Gloucestershire, is he? Oh, from Gloucester, yeah. Fred West. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you a bit more about Wickwall while we're here, because I haven't read it out yet. Uh, as I said before, it's four miles north of Chipping. Do you mean, do you mean Chipping Sodbury? Chipping Sodbury, yes. I've been to Chipping Sodbury, very posh, very nice. Is it? Yes. Um, uh, I think it's Chipping Sodbury where the post office was going to close down, and the guy who played the robot in Red Dwarf, Robert Llewellyn. Llewellyn. Yeah, and what was his name in Red Dwarf? Crichton. Crichton. Uh, him and the other villagers uh, had to get together to try and um, keep it afloat. And if you go in there on the right day, the right week, he'll he's working at the post office counter. Yeah. It's all run by volunteers. Dressed as Crichton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure whether Crichton appears. That would be um, brilliant. So anyway. Yeah. That's what? not on my list of notes, surprisingly. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. What a fact that is. Yeah. Uh, it's 20 miles south of Gloucester. Look what. Uh, oh, yeah, the rest of my facts pale into anything interesting compared to that. <laughs> well, let's get them over with then. <laughs> <laughs> um... It was owned by, originally opened by a man called Roger de la War in 1285. And I, yeah, I'm just boring myself. So Roger with... of the War. Yeah. 1285? Wick, Wick, mean, Wick means settlement in Saxon. And Roger de la War, he created a little settlement there. So it was what Wick, a terrible name. Hello everyone, I'm Roger. Roger of the War. Roger de la War. <laughs> Wick means settlement. Settlement, yeah. So I went in to Saxon. Wick in north of Scotland. It's just the way... Settlement. Well, it's a, yeah. Sac- it's a Saxon word. Isn't that's it? the thing. That's more of a Norse. You get any Saxon? That's interesting. I'm gonna look that up on Wikipedia when I get home. <laughs> is it, is it one of those shared words, though? Possibly could yeah. be. Yeah. In a Doomsday book, it contained thirty families. Wickwarm was worth twelve pounds, which is apparently quite a lot for a village back in those days. Yeah, when when, when was death? Doomsday again? Ten. Doomsday. Norman before Normans, wasn't it? I can't remember. Uh, what else do we have? An existence of Chipping Sodbury four miles to the south and Wooten under Edge four miles to the north explains mm. why Wickwar never developed into a sizable town. Uh, yeah, Wooten's quite big. The clock in the centre is said to be the oldest town hall clock in Britain, dated oh, 1676. That's a load of horse, isn't it? <laughs> you know I mean, everyone's got something like that. In the 19th century, it had a reputation for drunkenness as there were nine public houses in the village. Uh, there's only one of those only survives today. Uh, it was one of the first places in the UK to have street lighting after the. Uh, Arnold Perrett Brewery, of whom we are drinking, uh, installed an electric generator in 1888. What does that mean, one of? Do you mean, was it like... I there are others. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Brilliant. Originally <laughs> on, <laughs> must be great in Wickwar. <laughs> it was originally on the uh, route of the old Saltway, which ran from Sodbury to Pucklechurch. <laughs> Pucklechurch? <laughs> Man, you, you crazy Eng- English and you crazy names. England has some brilliant names. That was in 12, the 12th century. Nettleton Bottom, that's nearby. Yeah. And there's a Parsons Green or something, or Parsons Nose or something like that. Ah, Wickwar. <laughs> lies near to the source of the Little Avon River. Avon meaning river. So maybe that's where the water comes from for the brewery. Uh, river, river. The Little yeah. Avon. Right. Ah. Which rises in woodland to the east of the brewery. Yeah. What was it called, sorry? The Little Avon. Little Avon. Mm. Hmm. So it's river, river. A little river. A little river. Little river, river. river. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why there's so many river Avons in Britain. There's loads. Because it must yeah, just come along and what's that? Avon. Brilliant. River Avon. What's that? Avon. Brilliant. River Avon. What's that? Wick. Brilliant. Wick. Fair play. This is simple. This is easy. This. <laughs> They have a football team, Wickwar Wanderers, who play in the Stroud. <laughs> Wickwar Wanderers. <laughs> the Stroud and District League Division 4. Crikey, I've never graced those divisions that I remember. In fact, I got a, um, I looked at wickwar.org and they have the latest village news. And the headline there was that the under-15s beat their local rivals in the uh, Stroud Youth League's Tom Moore Cup 1-0 after extra time. <laughs> and I have a match report here. Uh, <laughs> I'm just... I'm just having a little snooze. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe Tom could read out in his uh, Gloucestershire brogue. 
Wait, is it particularly Gloucestershire? Well, that's just that. Where is it? The bottom paragraph. Wake War under 15s beat local rivals Charfield to win the final of the Stroud Youth League Youth League's Tom Moore Cup. 1-0 after extra time on Sunday the 27th of April at Stonehouse FC. I used to go on bike rides around Stonehouse from my uh, house in Hardwick. This is like yeah. a Gloucester FM. <laughs> <laughs> and now over to Tom for the sports report. Aren't you, Tom? <laughs> the match was a gripping encounter with two evenly matched teams contesting every ball. I used to have to write this stuff for the citizens. Jesus Christ, <laughs> awful, The first 15 minutes saw much of the game played in Whitwall's half. This made the large crowd of Whitwall supporters ably led by Roger Page, slightly anxious. <laughs> so Roger Page is the village nutter or the paedophile. <laughs> they need not have worried. Allegedly. <laughs> Charfield's game plan was to try to find their semi-final winner, <laughs> Piers Cookson, on their left. Piers. Go on, Piers. Piers Cookson. Uh, He's probably from East Gloucestershire, you think? Mm-hmm. But strong defending from, here's a West Gloucestershire, Jordan helps <laughs> in tandem with midfield. Roger Bannis- uh, Robert Bannister, <laughs> on the wick wall right, but there is no way through. Oliver Morgan and David Hall at the heart of the defence. Notice how he's getting name-checked for everyone. Getting all the Won everything, absolutely everything. And Luke Hopkins on the wick wall left was quick to react. 20 attempts at progression down the wick wall left. Oh, as a result, Charfield were restricted to taking long-range shots. Dan Page... Brother of Roger the paedophile, as vociferous <laughs> as ever in the world goal. This has gone much longer. Marshall is airy well and was forced to make one smart diving save to his left. No mention of the goal. <laughs> uh, These are all the players when, and where they're playing. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. If the goal was an extra time, they probably missed it before he uh, had yeah, to write his little piece. He probably had to go and out Roger away from the. Uh, Roger, stop being slightly anxious. <laughs> um, well there you go that's a, a lovely slice of country life but it doesn't mean anything you know what I mean when you actually analyse mm. it it means nothing it's at all bad, but yeah. the people will read that and they'll be happy oh that's my name <laughs> that's John Helps he's my nephew well done to uh, Whitcore Wanderers on the 15 so um, what so about the beer I'll be drinking mm. beer here mm. I think they finished and I'm trying to I'm still trying to form an opinion it's a strong one it, it doesn't taste that strong though. Oh, I thought it did. Yeah, I did. Well, okay, uh, it's five point nine, so it's not crazy strong. I think it tastes quite strong. It tastes a little bit like <laughs> another kind of stouty beer that we, I've mentioned before. So I re- almost refuse to mention the name again. In the Bailey, <laughs> on tap from Thixton's. Oh, that one. <laughs> it tastes a bit like Bimto. Beer that shall not be named. What is the beer? That it tastes a bit like that. Which means it's quite nice. Really? <laughs> it's we, mentioned we, about 10 times in the last podcast so. we always talk about alcohol it tastes a bit like that does it have licorice and chocolate bursting throughout yeah I can kind of yeah, I can I get that probably the it's, licorice it's a bit more subtle than other other stuff. yeah it doesn't have a really co- it like doesn't have a really kind of expressive really taste that you get with some big mouth sort of like takes over your mouth with taste mm. it's a bit weaker maybe but it's obviously not because it's the 5.9 yeah, it's less coffeeish than some. More slightly fruity. Hmm. I think it's, it tastes like Vimto. Vimto? <laughs> it, it tastes very like Vimto. Well, it tastes similar to the fruitiness. Mm. Rich, what do you think? Hmm. It's a nice, it's got a nice stout. Yeah, it's a bit cold. Maybe we can let it warm a bit. But, um, yeah, I do like it. Hmm. Was this made to... His old recipe was it, or it's just in? I don't know if it's a parrot's recipe, or it's just named after him. I, I don't know. As with most be- most beers we try, <laughs> most beers, <laughs> um, it's award-winning apparently. Mm. Mm. I like the way his sinister his sinister face, like laughing as the people slave away. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, control <laughs> them. It's the Factory class in the war is one, one easy step. <laughs> Hmm. I'm try, trying to compare this to other stats you've had on the beer cast. It's uh, again, you always come back to uh, Dark Island as being the, uh, the leader. Is, is... Dark Island's quite, quite different. I Dark Island's quite a coffee. Yeah, a coffee. This beer, one's which not as strong like, taste-wise. Yeah, I'd eat it. I'd have. I'd eat it. I'd have it with my roast beef. I'd have it with my roast beef dinner and not feel bad about it. You know, be sure. Cut the pints, rosy cheeks, off into the winter. Do the Cotswold way. Yeah, it's quite... It's sweeter than some of the stout porters we've had. Mm. It's not smoky anyway. Maybe that's the 
the stout side of it, the porter side's more smoky than. Mm. But still, quite nice. Quite nice. Oh, there's a sediment. Oh dear. This well, bottle should be left left to settle, then poured gently into the glass in one go without disturbing the sediment. No, well, I, don't know, I don't really see. What fate before this? There's bits of There's just bits of it. It's the big cast way, always tipping in, up for the best. I'm not sure. It is very hard to see through. Mm. It's not really a big problem, is it? This glorious stout recently became the supreme champion beer of Gloucestershire. Really? And has previously won many gongs at, at a host of competitions and festivals. How, do you know how many brewers there are in Gloucestershire, Tom? No, but there's a lot been springing up recently. Whether they're they're old or whether they're new, I'm not sure. But there's been a hell of a lot of um, like little microbreweries popping up all over the place. I'll back in a second, um, get the bigger. Yeah. So um, I don't know whether that's just a sort of trend or whether it's just because geographically it lends itself to it because there's lots of water around and lots of rivers and, and all the, the natural things that you need to make it or whether it's just a general trend across the country there's all these microbreweries opening up but there are a lot of new ones because um, there's, there's not really a great brewing tradition in Gloucestershire it's mm. mainly been cider you know mm -hmm. it's main, You know, if you wanted to buy loads of scrumpy dead easy just drive through the, through the little towns and villages look for the size of apples for sale and off you go in and that's you there'll be some blokes sat on a then go with sweet or dry. <laughs> and you know, it costs you two pounds a gallon and and away you go and you can run your car on it if, uh, <laughs> if you run it. You're gonna have to soon. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, there's not really a great traditional like Gloucestershire ale that I can think of that everyone goes, you know, like in the way that someone would say Look at all those. First, first of all, it's Gloucestershire and Bristol in the big head. <laughs> oh, no. They've lumped hey, you in they? lumped oh, you into one. It used to be Gloucestershire. Uh, so we have Battle Down in Cheltenham. Battle Down, nope. Uh, I'm dis disregarding the, the Bristol ones. Uh, Donington, Stone on the Wall. Oh, that's out in the West. Yeah. Uh, Free Miner in Cinderford. Yes, another Free Miner, yeah. That's, that's, that's problem, where I'm from, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Goffs. Well, I bet, I bet that's probably, is that probably quite new, Free Miner? I don't know, look them up. Because saying, that sounds to me like a classic, oops, like a classic, uh, get on the coattails. Because mm, Free Miners don't really exist anymore. Free miner founded in 1992 uh, and have themed uh, cask in the local mining industry. Uh, They've won a Champion Beer of Britain anymore. competition, Gloucester Beer of the Year, and several retail awards. Mm -hmm. Their seasonal beers are called Strip It and At It. Let's <laughs> <laughs> strip it and get at it. <laughs> uh, their porter's called Slaughter Porter. Uh, <laughs> well, there's a, there's a place in Gloucester called Slaughterhouse, isn't there? There's a lower Slaughterhouse. Do you recognise any of those? Bottom round bit. Of Independent brewers. Some interlude music while he reads. <laughs> Graham, what do you think of this beer? I'll fill, fill 30 seconds while Tom's reading. Or a minute or so. Seven veils never in cam. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that actually before. But, but have you noticed that most of them have just got the same name of where they're from? Stanway Brewery. Stanway. Stray Brewery. Stray. Newly Brewery. Newly. No, a place called Uni. Yeah, a Uni, sorry. Uni. Uni. Uh, I don't recognise any of them, but yeah, I, I really struggle to think of one famous Gloucestershire where you'd say, oh, you know, you've got to get on there. On the, yeah. Uh... Like John Smith's. <laughs> <laughs> He's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. Um, get away to the Dales. <laughs> so I, I imagine most of these are all pretty new. There's probably been a lot more down Bristol way. Eh? Yeah, probably. Just because of the port. And it being bigger, mm. even though it was one part part of Gloucestershire. <laughs> um, Not the good part. I'm sure there's a beer from like Buckcombe. <laughs> hey. I'm, sure, I'm sure that's from Bristol. It is a great. I'm gonna go and drink some Buckcombe. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that's from Bristol. Me. Yeah, that's probably why they don't call it there. Call it is called Buckcombe. Is it? There's no doubt about it. It's mm. called Buckcombe or Buckcombe if you're quite posh. Bacoom. Bacoom, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pints of Bacoom. <laughs> anyway, what do we think of Mr. Perrett's stout? I think it's a very nice stout, actually. It yeah. just balances the line between bitter and sweet quite nicely. So, yeah. Very nice. Shall we uh, score? We're almost near the hour mark. Unless Tom has any more Gloucester facts to... 
No, it's, it's, it's the wrong part of town, really, for me. Normally I get asked if I have any facts left, but uh, I yeah. can ask them later. Um, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's very few, few in there, isn't there? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember any for the Yorkshire one either, so. Yeah, there's 450,000 people live there in Gloucestershire. Uh, it's got the second fastest tidal river in the world. Mm-hmm. Severn. What's first? Uh, somewhere in Australia, and that's mm-hmm. only faster because the sea just pushes through a little tiny uh, hole in the caves and pushes it through. Telly, they go down the Severn. Is it a Severn? Mm-hmm. The, the, the one that they surf on the tidal yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like on the boar. Yeah. Yeah. One of uh, yeah. one of Whitcourt's seasonal beers is called Seven Boar, and on the label is a. I say outrageous because they're nowhere near it. <laughs> on the label is a wild boar surfing. Uh-huh. Outrageous. Very good. They're nowhere near that. <laughs> they are nowhere near I that. I think Tom spent most of this podcast going, that's not there. <laughs> How <laughs> dare they? Outrageous. It's outrageous, man. Because that's in the West. Well, like, that actually... You can't call yourself Cotswold this and that and then start coming over onto the West. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, it's not, it's just not like trying to have, fair, have, your, have your yeah, cake and eat it. Maybe they're trying to angle themselves into being the beer of Gloucestershire, seeing as there's obviously no competition. Mm-hmm. Hi. Let me know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, seven boar. I'm trying to make more facts for you. Seven boar. Boring you with my boring facts. <laughs> uh, of course, it's my chance, isn't it? To yeah, no. So, like, so Grant, what do you think of the beer? Well, it's alright. No, I like it. It's not as good as some of my favourite porters or stouts. Mm. A little bit too sweet for me, perhaps. But um, it's, it's top quality. I'm happily sup it. Sup it, Daft. And how are we scoring? Or shall we score? Yeah, go yeah, start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's score it, Daft. Six and a half. Six and a half. <laughs> Should that have been a seven or a normal? <laughs> it would have been a seven. Point seven four. <laughs> I'll, read, I'll read you out what the, beer, the good beer guide says about it. It says that the aroma and taste of smoky chocolate malts, peppery hops, with dark fruits of black cherry and black currants, give hints of sweetness to the dry, quite bitter, spicy, well-balanced taste. I would say it's well balanced. What did they give it out of 10? They they, they refrain from scoring. There needs to be more scoring out of 10 in this world. And IKB is so cool because the Brunel built the railway tunnel that runs behind the brewery. Oh, right, okay. All people writing in their droves. (laughs) Well, I'm, uh, I'm not, I have to admit, I'm not a huge sort of state fan in general. Um, I quite like them, but I can only drink sort of two. Um, so, so as a state's never going to get above seven from me. Well, might we get might get an eight or six. Really? Um, Why is yeah. that? Um, I just find them a bit oh, heavy. Really. Said, right? Yeah, pretty much what you just said. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just a bit too heavy for me. Okay. Uh, but that one is, you know, very pleasant, nice enough. Six. Well, I'm going to reach your upper limit and give it a seven. I have no seven embargo, um, but yeah, it's very nice. Um, Possibly maybe a little on the sweet side, the more you have of it, but the first few tastes are really nice. So, seven for me. All right, I'm going to go a bit higher and give it a 7.5. So, it's nice. It's got the kind of dark, malty kind of tastes, but it's also got a lot of fruit coming through as well. That's very pleasant. Very pleasant. Very pleasant indeed. <laughs> Perfect for the Cotswolds. <laughs> oh, see, there we are. I can maybe tramping past the lovely white cottages in the Cotswolds, looking at the sheepdogs. Yeah, I have a few of those. Past the Range Rovers. On the way to Bristol. It's no working sheepdogs anymore, they're just pets. Right. <laughs> yeah. They all have uh, quad bikes, do they? Looking <laughs> <laughs> at the sheepdogs. <laughs> sheepdogs have quad bikes. That's what what's his face at the Verve keeps getting done for, isn't it? What's his name? Richard Ashcroft. Speeding on his quad bike. Uh, yeah, but. Something doing. Dogs. Tiburton Parish Council. He keeps going out late at night, obviously he gets trolled and he goes out on his quad bikes late at night. And the, the locals aren't used to that sort of behaviour. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. <laughs> so they've had lots of meetings at the community hall. <laughs> yeah, like, Mr Ashcroft. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't really care. Anyway. Anyway. That's the end of our Cotswold special. Yay. 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 <laughs> Uh, thank you to I think, thank you to Chris for giving me the beers again these were all free beers so uh, thank you to my friend Chris uh, IKB won by a, quite a large margin so because it, it was certainly well I mean again they're all really interesting I was saying before how different all these beers are and you've got to give them a lot of credit for producing four very different beers but 
IKB came out top. That was the Wick War Brewery in Gloucestershire. In Wick War. And uh, thank you to the panellists, is it? Yes, no right. problem. You we'll keep providing free beer, we'll keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thank you to the, the Hovis for supplying the bread. <laughs> <laughs> it made it, made it was possible. <laughs> I've still got several slices to get through. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with another episode and in the meantime you can email us at thebeercast at googlemail.com That's it. Or you can go to our blog which is beercast.blogspot.com Yeah. Especially if you maybe you're from the Gloucester region and you, you do know what is the beer of Gloucestershire. Let us know. Yeah. And like Tom is from Siderford. Where was it? Siderford. <laughs> <laughs> or Sinderford. Sinderford. E-M-F. Oh, I'm from Sinderford, Sinderford. mate. Oh, uh, Dennis Potter. Right. There's another one. Who? What, he's from there, isn't he? Yeah. Alright, okay. Uh, Laurie Lee. <laughs> Who's that? He's an author. <laughs> he's an author. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he wrote Side of a Rosie. <laughs> uh, Ivor Gurney. Oh, there's a, there's a hook coming on from the side. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was, uh, he wrote the poem When I Were Term at Owen, uh, which is when I was harvesting turnips. Your music is playing. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear it. Okay, well, thank you very much. Uh, Thank you to the panel. Um, We will see you in a couple of weeks or so for another podcast. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. Who else is from there? Uh... (laughs) Cotswold Bob? Is it Cotswold Bob or just Bob? It's called Bob, yeah. Oh, Bob. No, Bob. 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 Just Bob. Bob. That's it.